0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast, in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows.
1: And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 56 of Zack Snyder's
0: Justice League, which is going to start with uh, good old Volko over here telling Aquaman about the snatchers and then the minutes are going to end just a one minute. I keep, I keep saying minutes plural. Uh, the minutes are, the minute is you going to just... end. <laughs> the minutes
1: of one minute it. is going to end. I'll keep saying as much as I want. These minutes, we're recording all of the minutes. Those are going to end after we're talking about the one minute.
0: Yeah. This individual minute is going to end with Volko getting ready to leave this conversation. Uh, getting ready to depart. The aqua bubble is gone. He's getting ready to go. Um, how are we loving these Fulco minutes, Nate? I know it's just the two minutes, but...
1: They're solid. Um, They're good. This one, it's like, okay, I get it. Th- let's be fair. If, if I had Willem Dafoe yelling at me underwater, I'd probably be like, I need to rethink my life. But uh, at the same time, I'd be like, Willem Dafoe, I don't want you yelling at me underwater,
0: you know? <laughs> at the same time, if I look like Jason Momoa, I'd do whatever the hell
1: I'd, wa- I'd want. <laughs> uh, maybe. But then you have Willem Dafoe yelling at you underwater. And I feel like you got you to gotta listen on some level, you know? There's, there's a scale. And it's, it's a good gotta,
0: dilemma to be in. Yeah. And it sounds a lot better than my life. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Let's say uh, if you were, if you were, let's, let, now hear me out. Okay, uh-huh. Willem Dafoe yelling at you underwater, put a little pep mm-hmm. in your step, you know? Okay. Jay Leno yelling at you in a house fire, I feel like I'd be like, okay, dude, come on. Time and a place, get on, keep your work at work, save it for the stage, you know? Did Jay Where, Leno hey, where's start the fire? Probably. He's got the fire truck, you know? Maybe he started it and it was like, hey, thanks. it's okay, I brought the fire truck, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs>
0: That's like a double negative. I'd be upset about multiple things. I'd be upset about the fire. I'd be livid. That's why I'm saying, if Jay Leno's yelling at me in a house fire, I'd be like, "Dude, I get- would really rethink my life." Like being in a fire <laughs> with Jay Leno, I'd be like,
1: "I should have. I, how did I let yeah, pause. my life?" Baba O'Reilly starts playing. Yeah. Exactly. Get- exactly. Okay. I
0: saw a trailer in the movie theater just on Friday, and they a trailer used that song. Yeah. For a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds movie. And I said, they really still do this. <laughs> this is still a thing. Ryan Reynolds still makes movies like this and they still use songs that that particular song like that. And uh, that really that really got me thinking about my life. How did I end up here?
1: There's a uh, there's an Adobe commercial that I saw, I think, last night on uh, one of these streaming services because, you know, I'm not going to pay for any more than I have to. I don't give a -hmm. shit. The -hmm. the commercial, Mm -hmm. whatever. There's an Adobe commercial, and they play like 60 seconds of a Queen song. I'm trying to remember what Queen song it was. Uh,
0: uh, uh. Don't Stop Me Now.
1: Yes, it is. Dang, you're good. It's a good song. 60 seconds of the Don't Stop Me Now, and I'm thinking, how do you afford this, Adobe? How do you
0: afford 60 seconds of a song? How did they afford the other? Of a Queen song. Is the other one just royalty free? Is that why it's always in trailers? No,
1: why it can't be? No, they gotta be forking up some cash. Yeah, to these that's queen some royalty, people, right you there. You, you couldn't know, not- even have had Sasha Baron Cohen go and make a movie. They said, "Whoa, hold on, pockets are look- looking a little skimpy." Yeah, I, it's it's you oh, know whatever. I don't know the politics. It, it
0: makes all me that. rethink my life. It does. It, it all of it does. <laughs> Willem Dafoe yelling at me. How do I rethink my life into that? It doesn't care if he's vocal. He could be a lifeguard yelling at me underwater. Oh, that's yeah. even. Then we just got, you know, Steve Then we'll, then we'll figure the, out what the life they, aquatic, I, Yeah, you know,
1: kind of Willem Dafoe. I was going to say, or the lighthouse thing or whatever if he was.
0: Not the lighthouse. I don't want that kind of Willem Dafoe yelling at me.
1: Man, that's some good Willem Dafoe yelling, though. I would rethink thing.
0: my life if I was Robert Pattinson. In well, that.
1: duh. That's what the movie's about.
0: Yeah. Well, he kind of rethought his life into it, and I don't want to do that. I want to rethink my life into being the Aquaman. How do I do mm-hmm. that? How do I get? How do I get there?
1: Uh, manifest it, baby. Put up get a dream board or something. That's what these <laughs> kids do move, nowadays.
0: Move to Amnesty Bay, Maine. I heard Maine's pretty cool lately. Apparently. Yeah. Um. So here we go. Yeah, this is um exposition here that we're talking about in today's minute. Yes, it is about basically getting the Atlantean side, the Aquaman side of the mother boxes, like into the big picture. Like how do we get the story moving for this character? Uh, Since we've already got Batman to kind of be like, Hey, I need you on the justice league. Uh, This one is more so of how do we get Aquaman's mythos involved with the justice league? Not just recruiting him, but more so his legacy in, in becoming part of the DC cinematic universe. Um, I will say that this minute, although it is full of exposition, it has my favorite part of this entire movie. Well, not sole favorite part, but it has one of my favorite parts of this entire movie, which is vocal being, you know, saying, take up your mother's trident and then him refusing. So he like throws it down on the floor. Um, That right there, when we talked about on Friday about this being this whole Excalibur moment of Merlin and King Arthur, that part with him offering the Trident and him not accepting it and throwing it down in in frustration. That to me is some stage play like good Shakespeare, yeah. King Arthur, storytelling. Mm-hmm. That's that's the stuff that I'm like
1: this is the Snyder cut. This is the a, this is the movie I paid for. This is Aquaman in the park and this is yeah. what I paid for. Exactly. Um <laughs> I'm right there with you. It's uh it's pretty it's pretty great that um Volko has the hindsight of realizing like look man there's like civil unrest happening in atlantis like that's that's neither here nor there there's aliens coming dude like there's a bigger it's a bigger picture you need to get involved this is this involves you man, not because it's like you know royalty or or the, or the crown or anything like that or who's in charge of atlantis right now like this is a big threat you need to f- friggin get into that stronghold because you're the strongest mofo that we got in atlantis and you can yeah. get your butt there yeah and it and it also is like
0: a big deal about who is ruling atlantis right now because given the context that that we're about to get with the age of heroes you know king Atlan was there at the battle you know to battle dark side and stop the world uh from being ruled by dark side the first time um if Aquaman if King Arthur is the heir to the throne basically he needs to be the one to stop the second wave or become part of the second age of heroes like this is this is your destiny this is whether you want to call it the the trident of Poseidon or you know King Atlan's trident it's all this is what we talk about when we talk about with legacy but like no I need you to be king of Atlantis because Dark side is coming back, and your brother's not fit to rule. He's actually making it worse because the exposition that we get here where he says guards at the stronghold uh, you know, have been disappearing, taken from, by snatchers from above, just that context, snatchers from above, doesn't imply parademons. It implies that humans above are hurting Atlanteans. And so King Orm, the half-brother, is saying... Oh, people from the surface world are hurting us and trying mm. to steal our mother box after we forged an alliance with them and the Amazons to each hold one. The humans are getting power hungry and trying to have two mother boxes and leave us with nothing, just like they did when our kingdom sank below the seas. And so that's that's the... Uh, how would you say? Like, that's that's the fake news. That's the... Yeah. The turmoil that propaganda you know, is the propaganda, word. if you will. Is <laughs> the smart word? Yeah, the real word. Thank you for helping me out there. Uh Yeah, that is that's where we're at, and it's it is kind of neat that that we kind of get that lore play. Like they're they're playing with that kind of lore of of the Aquaman.
1: Um, and it's just great that it backs up right into his standalone movie again. Yeah. Just setting in stone the fact that hey this scene was supposed to be there in 2017 guys like this entire thing was supposed to be a big moment and then you go continue his Aquaman story even at the end and the, and the, the resolution it's like he goes off he's like all right I gotta go see my dad he immediately goes and sees his dad yeah picks up from where it left off you know
0: yeah, well, the way, you know, I think I I put maybe a maybe out immediately. He does the whole
1: Black Manta thing, so I think he, like, stopped. Well,
0: no, stop. but that was on his way. He stopped yeah, by. Right? He's of, in this,
1: yeah or whatever.
0: Because the moral law within told him, hey, there's a submarine being attacked by pirates. I should probably stop by and help him out. Um, but, yeah, he was on his way to see his dad, and that's why, like, a lot of people after this movie, after finally seeing Zack Snyder's Justice League, They were like, I got to watch Aquaman now. And I was one of them. Mm -hmm. I had to do it. I had to go, you know, relive this movie the way it was supposed to be. Um, Seeing it after the original version, seeing Aquaman, it felt like... I don't know what it felt like. I mean, it felt like a really cool movie. I enjoyed it. But I don't know if Justice League... I don't know how I felt with that in my, in my just brain. It, it
1: felt good to have it in the beginning. There, it's like, okay, this is still connecting. I'm still in this universe. You know, it's yeah. almost. I mean, it, it, it's what it's used for. It's watch it back, back to back. It just I, it it keeps you in the same mindset. It keeps you in the same storyline and in the continuity and in the universe. Instead of having to wait three years or whatever,
0: we've only had four other movies since. Right, we've had Aquaman, Shazam. Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman 1984. Is that correct? Am I missing any? I think that's all of them. I think that's all of them. Yeah. Okay. They all seem like phase two type movies. They all still kind of remain true to the cinematic universe. I mean, there are some things that get changed, retconned, but for the most part, it's all pretty good. Aquaman being an amazing movie. I really like Birds of Prey. I think a lot of people don't like Birds of Prey, but I, I still well, think...
1: But it, it's the same thing across the, boor, you know, across the board. People that don't like yeah. Birds of Prey, you could probably fit them in the same corner. You know, I'm pointing fingers. Fit in the same corner as not like in a lot of these movies. And it's like, okay, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, people that like Birds of Prey, you know, we know who we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know who we are. We get I, it. I would like to think I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Um One of the cool things I like about this scene when he does kind of offer him the trident and he throws it down. You see this crab that they got here? Yeah, this giant crab. Jesus. Scary, right? It looked like something from John Carpenter's The Thing. It looked like the head crab. Yeah, head crab. Oh my God. That's a... That's nosy. (laughs) Huh? I just like... I, I, it, it has to be visual effects. There's no way that they were like, okay, we need a little animatronic Stan Winston crab, uh, maybe here in a, the corner. Maybe it's a
1: green box. I don't know. Maybe there's a green crab with legs on it. That'd Ooh. be cool.
0: That's one of my favorite pieces elements here. And then like the trident on the floor with the armor, and like the rushing water down the down the stairs. Like this is like this aqua bubble that they're in, right? This air pocket that he's created. Yeah. And. Like, the water around him is just rushing, and it's rushing down these steps. And it's I think one um, of the
1: coolest effects, uh, you know, in this entire movie for me that I really like. I think there's some big imagery here, um, being at this, like, pseudo-throne of King Atlan, and it being in this, this lineage, mm-hmm. and how this armor and trident are being tossed at his feet, you know? As if mm. it's... I don't know if there's any... I, don't, I, I, I can't draw on a blank right now in literature, but... Uh, you know the sword being tossed at the at the king's feet, take up the sword, protect your kingdom, that whole thing you know you're our last hope um it's pretty cool um, but just that uh that that imagery right there with the crab, the armor, and the trident at his feet, be it biblical if you want or whatever, I think that's a pretty cool still shot that's like landscape right there that's that's the beginning of a journey you know
0: it is pretty impressive because you know whatever they're at was above the surface at some point because there are stairs. It tells us, hey, these stairs led to this statue of King Atlan and there are pillars here. So this whole structure looks like it might be Hellenistic. And then with that in mind, it's like, so was this like a shrine that people walk up the steps to and so when you have that stairway and you have Volko throwing the trident down on the stairways leading upwards it does have like that you know this is the trident to take it's not the trident of course because it's his uh, Queen Atlanta's trident but still the context is there the 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 imagery is there and it just it looks amazing it all mm. is just like This is the stuff that I like to see. This is stuff I would like to see uh, in Aquaman movies, like moving forward. We talk about it a lot with this almost feeling like a Wonder Woman sequel, at least in chapter two. But in Aquaman sequels, I want to see stuff like this. Give me that. um, I don't know. Just play with the mythology, kind of like Hercules and, and King Arthur, like. Start playing around with that mythology. Don't just make it like okay, it's an Aquaman sequel. We have to make everything based from the comics. Like no, the comics are based on other things. Like Mm -hmm. their their basis is elsewhere as well. So pull from that. Make it make it fun.
1: I hear you. Um, And And honestly, you can't be too on the nose when you when you do King Arthur stuff in in regards to Arthur Curry. It's in my opinion. I think it's great. I think mm -hmm. that's like real tongue in cheek. But that's great it's 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 fun it makes me feel like oh yeah totally that's really cool that they're doing an arthurian mythology and basing yeah. it off of aquaman that's really neat you know yeah that's,
0: uh and that's that's, re- that's rebooting that i can get
1: behind you know
0: yeah that's that that's that thing we keep talking about where it's like we keep seeing the the so the sword and the stone part of king arthur but when are we going to get to actual king arthur of Camelot like ruling and being like okay now we get to go to the stories where's the green knight at you know where's the holy grail at where's you know Percival and all them mm-hmm. that's, ancient that's, artifacts yeah. that's what I just want just ancient where's artifacts the, where's the Lancelot of of uh, Arthur Curry you know where's the Aquaman's Lancelot and Percival those are what we want to see um, absolutely stuff like this so cool um, so yeah Um, but that's, the only other note I had here is that he does kind of, um, give us that exposition of who the Snatchers really are, that they come from the dark place, which is a nice touch because, you know, dark side, dark place. Um, it's not, that's like our first, that's the closest we get to them saying apocalypse, right? I don't think Wonder Woman says apocalypse or where they come from.
1: I don't think so either, but, um... Maybe like that he that hasn't even been spoken. This is again coming from Volko, who probably knows the same fantastical tale as like Wonder Woman, the same mm-hmm. sort of myth, mythological cave painting type deal of of the the first invasion. Um, so maybe maybe Aquaman knows exactly what the dark place is because he was taught that that story as you know at a bedtime story underwater. That'd be cool, right? What kind of what kind of underwater room you think Aquaman had? I'm uh, I'm wondering clubhouse. if
0: because because Atlantis sank they lost record keeping of apocalypse and dark side but they know of it from you know because they still talk about the history so they retain it but it's not like the Amazons who are like oh yeah no we're just perfectly organized so we can tell you exactly what happened and it's like, okay, well, good for you guys. Uh, our entire civilization now, sank underwater.
1: Yeah. Now, do you so do? I, I'm trying to think. I would r- much rather hear the record keeping tales from Themyscira, from Amazons, from Queen Hippolyta, like and and Wonder Woman telling me, much like how we do in the Age of Heroes. I can't really imagine like atlantean atlanteans atlantis people from atlantis like i don't know giving me i don't know maybe they have cool mosaics that i'm just not thinking of but like you know what i mean it's it's when when little diana was sitting in the bed and she was being told about the god killer sword and like all these things that are just like bedtime stories Mm -hmm. and you can go to the the uh the stronghold where all the weapons were that's cool um now from atlantis where they having those same tales and then going to the stronghold and looking at the mother box, maybe that'd be, that'd be kind of neat, but it seems like that's more of like a, uh, Royal military operation there and they don't really want people going in and out. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I take my, Hey, I'll take my cave paintings from the mascara. Okay. Oh yeah. I bet
0: King Orm has like, a a uh, a restriction on knowledge
1: kind of thing. Like they one of those got type like, of holographic water, They do have holographic water. Yeah, We've seen it. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, though, if he he has, like, a little data pad and, like, a holographic aqua dark side. Yeah, think about (laughs) that. Think of, like, water dark side, huh? Eh,
0: we're about to get metal dark side.
1: Tell me about it, eh? (laughs) uh, Devil horns or something.
0: (laughs) Metal disod in a second. Um. But yeah, uh, I'm sure, you know, the school of fish, they do that thing from like Finding Nemo where they do charades Yeah, what and about so just, a... the school of fish just turn into Dark side?
1: Oh, that'd be cool as hell. It's like the, the, uh, the scout ship. Yeah. But, but fish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> liquid Geo, but it's the school Geo, of fish. But fish. Yeah. That's Li- pretty liquid good. Liquid fish. Liquid, liquid. I don't know. It's, it's water anyway. So fish are fish. Um. Fish are friends, not food. Uh, so <laughs> let's go, let's go ahead and wrap it up. We got more stuff to talk about. We are going to actually get into some uh, Dessaud and Steppenwolf stuff starting this week. So if you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media and on the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. You can join us to talk about to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number fifty-seven of Zack Snyder's Justice League.